Welcome back to JD's Staying Up the Six, episode 15, day 24 into nicotine withdrawal. That was fast. So right off the bat, I don't have any notes. Usually when I do these episodes, I have a note. Uh, my notebook is always beside me and I usually write down the things that I want to talk about, things that I want to share on my notebook. Uh, it's on a daily basis. And I would um, I would talk about it in the podcast and just speak my thoughts, whatever it is that I wrote about. And usually, yeah, usually that's how my podcast works. I really don't have a proper system yet or a proper routine how to do this thing properly. But yeah, so far that's my that's how i do it and yeah it's i think it's i think it's only proper to have a note so you have you know you have the flow of what you want to talk and the flow of how you want the episode to turn out but now i don't have any notes and yeah i'm freestyling i guess whatever comes to my head i guess that's what i want to talk about because I'm, yeah i'm 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 kind of feeling energetic now or this night i don't know why but i do feel like i wanted to make an episode to the you know handful of people who is listening and yeah i'm to whoever is is listening you know you could always give me feedback i would want to communicate with you guys i would want to answer some questions if you have some i would want to In just hear, just hear what you want to want to say, and yeah, I guess that's the that's one thing that I want to you know because I just want to meet people. I just who I don't really doesn't really matter where you're from or you know just who you are doesn't matter. I genuinely want to meet new people. I want to communicate with them and. You know, just just discover new people and how they how they talk, how they how they react to things. I just I want to keep an open mind to some things, and what and one way to do that is to meet people from all over the all over the world who and just have an open mind, uh, be nice, I guess, and it's going to you know open up the world. For me, even if you don't, you know, personally go to like a certain country, you know, just meeting people there online and having the chance to talk to them, it's like you're, you know, you're, you're learning about their culture, and I guess that's what I wanted to know. That's what I, that's what I want, you know, just to meet people all over the world and yeah that's the goal basically you know if i'm if i'm unable to go to certain countries i would want to meet people from there you know and just learn just learn how they are and appreciate what they you know bring 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 to this world basically so one thing that i want to talk about is the challenge the challenges or challenge of moving on from somebody or from a uh, serious relationship 
for those of you who don't know, I've been in two long-term and committed relationships. One was in college and the other was in, you know, when I when I was an adult, like an official adult, working class, something like that. And yeah, the first one I want to talk about, the first one, uh, it was tough because it was my first relationship and as a as a young boy you know in my preteens or you know during those age when i was 12 13 i always you know stumble upon i don't i don't re- i don't really cho- chose to but i stumble upon romantic comedy films so yeah it, it during those times it was those films whatever it is as long as it's me it makes me laugh or makes me feel things i automatically assume that it's a good film so you know during those time i really don't have much of an idea of great films you know or what how how or what is considered a good film and yeah i watch um several romantic comedies during those times so i I didn't have anyone that I was in a relationship with back then or even close to it. So my idea of a uh, a happy or happy stable relationship is you know just being able to love each love each other. And I couldn't be so wrong. I couldn't be more wrong because it's not only that. But I was young and I didn't have any clue. I didn't you know I didn't come close to a relationship only until I was in college. Actually, I was in the middle years of my college, college years, that I had a girlfriend, and it was the first first time that I've been intimate with somebody who is, you know, the opposite of my sex. And I didn't have any idea how to make it work. I just know that I need to, you know, constantly remind my partner back then that, I'm I that I'm in love with her. So that's basically it. That's basically what what I thought is you know the idea of a relationship. I uh and I, but but it kind of worked. I mean we we made it work during those times. But you know what's my first relationship and I'm not really good at it at all during that time. And I, I don't think anyone could be, you know, in the first one. And you you couldn't be mature immediately. So there were plenty of, you know, petty fights, unnecessary fights. Until eventually, you know, we broke up and things got harder for me. Because I, um, one thing that, one thing that I'm, did wrong was I uh, dependent or I depend my happiness on my partner uh, I thought that as long as I'm with her I would be happy all the time and you know we were we were young back then so we have separate houses we live on separate separate parts of the city and we had to take off during vacations, semester breaks, and I I couldn't handle that during that time. And I and when I think about it now, I I, I find myself so stupid. 
I uh, I cringe at myself every time I remember how I was back then. It was it was just a couple of months maximum, the semester breaks, and I couldn't handle it. You know, I I wanted to be with my girlfriend back then, and, and yeah, I'm I I hate <laughs> I actually hate that I was how I was back then. But you know, I can forgive myself because I was young. I didn't know any better. I didn't know shit at all how to make you know how to be in a relationship and when we broke up you know i was a mess i was just a huge mess i started breaking things i uh, <laughs> i uh you know i just it was during those during that time because i was officially an, an adult you know i had adult problems when we broke up so I became dependent on alcohol. I I could say I could honestly say that I was I had a drinking problem because I never had any night where I didn't drink. It's it was for a good month and usually I'm with my friends but even with even if I'm not with them I would drink beer or whiskey just by myself just to make me fall asleep and I realized that it wasn't that I was depressed because we broke up. I was depressed because I didn't leave anything for myself. So when she left, I just didn't know how to act. I didn't know how to live. I didn't know how to have fun because I depended I depended my happiness based solely on her. So I I didn't know anymore. You know, I I I I I lost track of her of time. I lost I lost myself in the process, so the only way that I can sleep is when I'm drunk. So I had a drinking problem for a month or more, I think, and I've been with several women, you know, just to have that sort of feeling that that is close to intimacy. So it was tough. It, 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 when, when I think about it now, I I didn't, I really didn't want that life, but maybe I wasn't. It was during my drunk days that I forgot how to be a decent man. But I never, yeah, I've been with several women, but it was all consensual, you know. It was mutual. So I didn't really force myself into anyone. I really didn't force anyone to be with me. It was all consensual, mutual. And we, I, I guess all of us, all of the women that I've been with know that you know, I'm just like this. I just want, you know, this the feeling during that time. And we both agreed to that. Even though I'm drunk, I, I can clearly clearly remember that I I made sure that I'm still respectful. And I, I guess I was happy that I was conscious enough or sober enough to think like that. Because I, yeah, I uh, as much as possible as much as possible, I want to respect women and not just women you know people in general i want to respect people who respect me i don't want to i guess force anything and that's that's an attribute on how my parents and my family raised me up and i'm really grateful that i'm the way that i am and so yeah i'm happy with that but yeah after the first breakup i was full on depressed because my first depression episode, like 
really tough episode was during my first relationship and my girlfriend back then helped a lot uh, on how I coped up with it so yeah I thought that as long as I'm with her I wouldn't be depressed and I guess it was true but it was unsustainable it was bound to fail because during the last months of our relationship things were getting rocky so when we're not fine i'm not fine you know that's basically it and i hated that i didn't want to experience that again so i i uh started to learn how to be happy myself so that comes you know that comes with age and the experience that you go through you can't really just tell yourself that you're matured or you can't really tell yourself how to act you you need to learn it even though you have to go through it the hard way but i'm thankful that i've been through that you know i'm 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 strong or at least i think i'm strong the way i am now because of the things that i've been through things that i did wrong i learned from it and i'm happy that i've been through that and then comes my second girlfriend and i guess it was the mo the most I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't have much. I only have two, but it was the most, I guess, stable and mature relationship that I had. I, but the only problem is, I, uh, during the last months of my second relationship, I, uh, I focused myself on myself more, and I tried to fix myself more because I wasn't, I wasn't really feeling that I'm the man that I was two years, two years before that. Or three years before that, so uh, I try to fix myself most most of the time. And my girlfriend back then um, was on the other end of it. She was receiving the bad that comes with me and trying to understand myself. And I hate myself for that. And so I bro- broke up with her because I don't want her to be on that position anymore just the just the thought of being committed with me so she had the responsibility or think that she had the responsibility to be with me along the process of me fixing myself and I didn't want her to go through that and as much as I hated to do it I had to break up with her and I wasn't fine back then because I was basically a mess. I needed a break. I needed a long break. I needed I needed to come home, see my friends, see my family, just to bring myself back to my usual self, to my happy self, stable self. And then, yeah, then I went home this year, March, and my my need for break just over over overlapsed <laughs> it was only supposed to be a month then i'm here now for six months and i uh i guess i kind of regret that i uh i went home because yeah me and my girlfriend my second girlfriend charlene actually tried to fix whatever it is that we had but there was just too many things that happened after we broke up, after we officially broke up as a couple. 
a lot of things are 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 happening or happened you know i she met someone i met someone even though you know i i just want to be friends with the people that i met because i met people on of the opposite sex and i'm really happy that i met them i really am i really ha- i'm really happy that i uh i met new people who aren't like me or who are like me but not totally you know we're still different and i'm happy that i met those people and she met people also and i'm happy for her that she she was able to make friends she was able to meet new people but you know a lot of things a lot of things happened during the time that we broke up and between the time that we broke up and between the time that i i went home because we were supposed yeah i guess I guess you could say that we were supposed to give it another shot, but the distance that we distance that we have, or the time that we were away and physically not together, it it really I guess concluded it. You know the relationship that I guess it's over. You know I it, that's it. So, but I I'm not as devastated as I am. During the time that we broke up, because mainly we were just trying to fix, we were just trying, trying. Main word is trying to go back to the way that we were, even though we know that it's too late. Even though, even if I didn't come home, even if we were together there, it it was too late. You know. I I took too long to find myself and I actually needed to come home to find myself. So, now yeah, I guess now we're still good friends and that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. Uh I guess that's a mature thing to to, ha- to to do, you know, stay friends with your ex-girlfriend because she wasn't just my ex-girlfriend, she was my friend. She was she was this someone that I I I've been with when I was away, you know. I was away by countries, countries away, like thousands of miles. I, I don't know how to measure it, but thousands of kilometers, I guess, at least. And she was there. She was with me. You know, she went there with me. And I'm thankful for her for that. So thank you, Charlene, I guess. But now that I, yeah, now that I come home, I've been away for too long. I don't think that it's, it's worth it. A try anymore it's just just it's just too late i guess but i'm not i'm not sad i i am i am a little bit disappointed i guess but i'm not sad because at first you know i i didn't have any you know i i wouldn't say i didn't have any feelings at all but it wasn't there anymore the you know the feeling that you must have If you want to be in a relationship with someone, it wasn't there anymore. It wasn't there because I chose to remove it during the time that I broke up. I actually moved on from from you know during the time that we broke up. It was just I, I, it's it's con- it's a confusing time to not have any feelings but want to try try to give the relationship another try. It it's 
I don't know. Maybe yeah, we're wrong. We're very wrong for, for on that because we, yeah, we we didn't have any feelings, but we still wanted to try. And I don't know why. I really don't. Maybe it's the memories, and yeah, I guess that's the challenge of moving on. Just letting up the memories because you're maybe you're in love with the memory, but not with the person who you shared that memory with, and you have to know that memories are memories no they they happen already you can relive it but there's just something about the feeling the genuine feeling during that moment of memory or something that makes the memory you know worth cherishing so if you're going to try to force to go back to that without having the same feeling or same vibe as before it just it's you're you're just fooling yourself or or your you know your partner and you know that that didn't really affect me as much as it needed to be because like i said we broke up months before that months before i went home and i'm completely you know, I I've, I've I guess I moved on completely, and yeah, it's very confusing. You know, because I don't really love her anymore. I just love the memory. But I do, yeah, I I I do care for the person because she's my friend. You know, I care for all my friends, even though you know, <laughs> I they don't ex- exert the same effort that I uh, that I'm willing or I am doing. Or I'm giving, but I'm but but it's fine with me, you know. I I I I know that people go through different things; they cope up differently, and I respect that. But yeah, I guess I'm just kind of disappointed that some of my friends aren't, you know, because I'm willing to do. <laughs> I'm willing to do anything for my friends. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. So that's me being a love guru. <laughs> I uh, I hate. I yeah. One thing that you need to learn about me is I hate talking about love as much as possible. I hate. I hate relationships. Not 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 because I'm bitter, but it's just a simple. I guess to me, I. To me, having that problem, I I feel like it's a simple problem that I can forget about or not worry about. But I but I'm not saying that I find you know relationship troubles among other couples uh, a little thing. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it to myself that I I don't think that it's that important to me because I have plenty of stuff that I need to work on I need to figure out and me worrying about you know love and things like that I just I just don't think that I I have the capacity or have the time for it that's why I hate talking about it but yeah every once in a while I, I'll open up <laughs> but yeah I hate talking about that one thing that I also hate talking about is politics you know I don't really follow politics. I don't even know the complete list of senators that we have. I just know that 
things are the same way. Things are the same way before I before I went away in the Philippines. Uh, you know, people are still corrupt, and it hasn't changed a bit. And and those are the things that I can follow, things that are mainstream in in the mainstream news, but I don't really follow uh, politics as a as in general. So. If people ask me, am I, you know, right, left or right, I don't have any answer. And I might sound like I don't care about the country. Maybe maybe I don't care as much as I want to. Just because I'm, maybe I'm fed up with how the system works, how the current system works. That I, I guess I kind of lost hope, you know. But it's not like I'm purposely trying to become a bad citizen i'm not you know i i haven't been uh arrested i haven't done anything wrong legally i haven't been issued a warning or whatever i haven't failed any drug test or medical i'm as good as the other person in terms of being a decent citizen so yeah, I, I I can't say that I'm I'm a bad person or an ignorant just because I don't follow politics and I don't really have I just don't have a say on certain things. I'm very neutral. Uh, although it might come as you know being ignorant. And that's fine with me. That's that's really fine with me because the you know I'm I don't know if it's just me or it's my excuse, but I have things. I have a lot of things to fix my with with myself to even bother, you know, considering to, I guess, put myself or involve myself to political problems or similar things like that. I don't, I, I, I don't, I just don't have the time and the energy for it. So don't hate me if I, you know, if I don't. If I don't have an opinion about politics, about what's happening, about what is my opinion, about you know, just things that are, I'm. It's just so stupid that uh, some people be uh, actually, you know, try to know you based on your political views. I and. Uh, you're not going to you're not really going to meet people that you would eventually like if you see them as what they are in terms of political views you won't you would hate a lot of people rather if you continue to see people as opinionated beings because you're being opinion you're being opinionated yourself once you're doing that so don't ask me about political issues what i think about you know just what's happening in in the world don't ask me about me too movement don't ask me about black lives i have no idea what's happening there i mean i'm from the philippines i'm actually from the country that 
the United States invaded. So, <laughs> uh, I'm actually a Filipino. Filipinos are scattered around the world, you know, just known as doing jobs that are supposed to, you know, serve serve people generally. Not all of us, but but most, yeah. We are we are known as nurses, domestic helpers, waiters, you know, things that serve people as a uh, customer or consumer and you know that that alone you know you can't really you can't really tell me that i'm that i'm privileged <laughs> because at the end of the day i'm still characterized as that although i'm not i'm not really racist or something i i i actually learned that there are a lot of nationalities out there that are that have different cultures. I learned that when I when I went abroad and I worked in a restaurant where there's just at least five nationalities and I learned yeah, I learned that there are people who do these things that are we're not we're not used to doing and for them it's totally fine. To us it's not, but you have to respect that they do it because it's their tradition, it's their culture, and to them it's not bad, it's not offensive, it's not foul, it's actually their tradition. So let them do let let them do that, and then once you respect what they do, chances are they they will respect what you're doing also. And because yeah, I'm 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 been I'm I've been in a Muslim country, completely different from where I grew up. The Philippines is, I guess, a liberated country, and there, every woman, or almost every woman, are covered from head to toe. Some you can only just see their eyes. And I learned, you know, just living there that. That's normal for them because it's their tradition. It's, it's their culture. It's how they were wired. It's how they were taught. And you have to respect that. You have to be respectful of that. You have to understand that it might be, you know, at first it it yeah it it actually caught me off guard because I didn't thought that. It was true. I just thought that it was on movies, just movies. Then I actually saw women who are covered from head to toe. And yeah, during the first weeks, just the first weeks, I was surprised. Then I started to learn why they were doing it. And, you know, I respected it. And I, I, I understood what they were doing. How, why are they, why are they doing it? And it's their culture, so I have no choice but to respect it. And being being there for two years, I actually learned to appreciate the women more who are covered. You know, it's it's, it's maybe it's it's become my preference, but I I actually adore a lot of, a lot of women there who are covered because you 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 can't really see anything. The only way that you could undress a girl there is is properly or you know ethically is 
when you are married and i learn and you know i i've noticed that i i i adore that i adore that kind of um view on things like that and i started seeing the beauty in women who are covered and they are actually beautiful well not then then they're not really covered or, or all of them some are actually allowed by their family i guess to take off the the hood and show 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 their hair their face some are some are actually or mo- yeah, actually there are a lot of people who there are a lot of muslims that are wearing casual attire like you know t-shirt skirts even when they're going to gym they have sweatsuits i know and you know you you just learn you just learn to appreciate what you what, what you don't see i guess that's how that's how i see it and if i'm going to rank you know the most beautiful women that i've seen i would rank middle eastern women first i'm not being hypocrite I just <laughs> because i work i work as a barista slash waiter slash senior wait waiter whatever and my primary job is to communicate and serve the customers that come into our restaurant and i met i met a lot of women there and there were yeah there were europeans or british spanish uh russians even americans and koreans japanese and you know i just learned that i I actually am attracted to Middle Eastern women because they're really beautiful. I would say, even if they're not, you know, fully covered, they are still beautiful. And you know, I wouldn't plan to marry or be in a relationship, even with Middle Eastern women or Arab women, because I still, I still, yeah, I still would want to marry. Uh, Filipina, no, they. I'm still a Filipino, I guess. <laughs> okay, don't ask me about my political views. If I have, if I have an opinion, I would glad to tell you that over a couple of drinks, over a couple of bottle of beers, I would open up myself. That's how I always want to talk. So I guess that's it for this episode. Uh, drink, drink water, drink plenty of water, uh, sweat more, uh, take a shower, always sanitize your hands, and always, always sleep at least seven hours a day, if you can. <laughs>